At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting you ready for the day in sports betting. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in to Point Spread Sunday, hour number two here on VSEN, the sports betting network. I'm Mark Zeno. Thank you so much for starting your Sunday morning with me and us here at VSEN as we get ready for the second round of the NCAA tournament to conclude. And by the end of today, we'll have our 16 teams going forward to vie for a national championship. Uh, we looked at the first four games earlier. Uh, and just, again, quick rundown, a quick recap of, of where we are. I, again, no play in the first game between Illinois and Houston. I lean on Illinois. If you told me you're even going to take a money line, I, I think it's great. Uh, I, I don't have a problem with it. I think Illinois is a much better dog these in this spot than they are a favorite. So I get back in Illinois. I am going to back Illinois. I'll lay the five there. Uh, best free throw shooting team in America and a very sound defensive team. I don't think Ohio State uh, shooting is all of a sudden going to turn around. We get Tom Izzo and Duke. Uh, Tom Izzo, rather, and Coach K as Michigan State takes on Duke. I didn't even recognize that before when we handicapped this game. I forgot that it is Izzo and Coach K going against one another. The real question, again, no play on this game for me, will be uh, what does Duke's defense look like? They've been terrible over the last 10 games prior to the tournament, uh, giving up over 80 points per game. Do they get that fixed? If they do, they should be able to cover this number easily. If they don't, clearly Michigan State is going to have a chance to win the game. Uh, and then a sort of a, a different handicap between Iowa State and Wisconsin taking the first half under there. Both of these defenses are fantastic. I expect the pace to be brutally slow. In the first half, neither one of these teams got to 30 in their first uh, game in the first half. So I think you'll duplicate that again against two very, very strong defenses. So that's where I am to start the first four games. In the second four games of the day, we kick it off in the afternoon session here with the Notre Dame and Texas Tech. Uh, 11-seeded Notre Dame against number 3-seed Texas Tech. Red Raiders laying 8.5 and a fairly low total at 132.5. Notre Dame statistically. Um, is I think that they are a very, very solid team, and I think they are exactly the right team to go up against a hard defensive team like Texas Tech. Uh, they're 10th in America in three-point shooting at 38%. What's the one way to get past a good defense? Shoot your way through it. Good shooting teams always um, have a chance of, against good defensive teams. Speaking of defense, Notre Dame is 10th in the nation in steals. I'm sorry, 22nd in the nation in steals at 10 steals per game. So defensively, they can do that. They're one of the fewest fouling teams in America. Second fewest fouls given 
in all of America. And I say all these small little things to talk about the detail of Notre Dame and how well they execute and how efficient they are because they're going to need to play a, a basically a mistake-free game against a team like Texas Tech. Uh, they can't afford to make a lot of mistakes and, and not have a team like the Red Raiders take advantage of. I think they have better offensive efficiency. Uh, they have the better effective field goal percentage than Texas Tech does Notre Dame. So they have to take advantage of that. Texas Tech is going to have the advantage on the glass. However, they are a little bit sloppy with the basketball. 285th in America in turnovers at over 14 per game. So can Notre Dame take advantage of that? I think so. Notre Dame will make shots um, and they will be a team that, that again, is smart with the basketball. They'll have good possessions. I don't think you'll see them waste many of them. This is a spot here. Notre Dame, uh, their offense, averaging 84 points per game over their last 10 games. They have been playing up offensively, normally what they've been doing all season long, where they've averaged about 72 points per game. Uh, I'm going to back them here and take the eight points against Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech probably wins the game. Uh, but this is a spot here, again, where – Notre Dame is the better shooting team. I can trust them to keep this thing close. I can trust them that they won't allow Texas Tech, whose offense is suspect. That's the other part of this handicap. You know, Texas Tech, for all their defensive glory, and it's well-deserved, offensively, they leave a little bit to be desired. They genuinely do. So um, sometimes you get great offensive output from them like you did in their first-round matchup. Sometimes you get sort of sluggish ones. Again, with Notre Dame, if they can control the pace and not make a lot of mistakes, I think you'll get a little bit of a lower output offensively from Texas Tech enough for me to back the Fighting Irish getting eight points. Next game up, number 10 Miami against number two Auburn. You've heard me scream for the last couple of weeks that Auburn is flawed, that Auburn's in trouble, that Auburn on the road um, is not a team that I'm going to back, and I'm not going to back them here. Uh, again, a small play for me on Miami, a strong lean there. This is a great shooting Miami team. They shoot 48 percent uh, in from they shot 48 percent from the field in their last 10 games. They shoot 47 percent from the field on the season. This is a team um, that is going to try to beat you with shooting Auburn. Um, they've only shot 39 percent from the field over their last 10 games. That's down from 44 percent on the season. Um, Auburn is very good defending the three, uh, number three in America in field goal percentage defense. Uh, they they only allow teams to shoot 38 um, percent. This is an Auburn team as well that has a lot of possessions and takes a lot of shots. Um, they are one of the higher average possession teams in America. Miami is very good at taking care of the basketball. They're number seven in fewest turnovers, so it'll be a little bit of a battle there. Uh, if you give Auburn extra possessions, they're going to beat you. Miami can't turn the ball over, um, but Auburn also fouls a lot. Number 306 in America in most fouls given. So uh, Auburn a little bit sloppy on that, and that's because they play fast. So you're going to get more fouls when that happens. But I, I, again, I don't like Auburn here. It's hard for me to back them. I'd lean on Miami getting the points. Um, and can Miami continue to shoot at the level that they have all season long? And as crazy as it sounds, a little bit of a contrarian under here. I think unders are probably the play when you talk about the second round of the NCAA tournament. The travel getting there, the anticipation, the excitement, the energy expended in your first round game. And then you get a quick turnaround with only one day off. Um, some teams have late games. They don't necessarily get a lot of rest. So it's one of those things where. I think situationally, unders are more likely. Um, and this is a decently high total at 144. Uh, just kind of a, a, the way my head is thinking here. It wouldn't surprise me to see this thing go over, but um, I would probably lean under, although no play on the total for me. And again, I'd probably lean on Miami here as well. Uh, next game, Texas and Purdue. Uh, the number six Longhorns against the number three Boilermakers. Uh, Texas, this is a contrasting styles game, 100%. You got a great defense in Texas and a great offense in Purdue. Number five defense, scoring defense for the Longhorns. Number seven scoring offense for the Boilermakers. Uh, Texas is a bad rebounding team, and I think that's going to hurt them. Purdue is a huge advantage on the glass. Um, you talk about Zach Eady, uh, the big man, the center for the Boilermakers. Uh, should have a good day on the glass. You know, this is a, a Purdue team that gives up the third fewest rebounds per game to their opponents. Uh, they're also the number five shooting team in America at 49%. There's a very small window here for Texas uh, to be able to squeeze in to try and win and cover this game. The handicap for me relies basically on the number, and that's what I'm betting more than anything else. 
Purdue as a team has not seen a bunch of small spreads like this. In fact, they've been seven, eight, nine double-digit spreads for a better part of the second half of this season because their offense is so potent. I backed Purdue in the Big Ten championship game against Iowa based off the fact that they were only laying one because I said you almost never see a Purdue team laying this small of a number. I'm going to trust that same handicap again against a very inept offensive Texas team. Iowa, not inept offensively. They're actually very good or were very good offensively throughout the year. That's not the case with Texas. I'm getting a short number with Purdue here. I'm going to back them and lay the three points. And again, I would get earlier because I think you're starting to see three and a halfs pop up at certain shops. Once you start to get to four, you know, in that range, I would start to get a little bit nervous of where we are. But Again, this is more of a play on the line and the team than necessarily one specific thing from uh, you know a scoring or defensive standpoint or everything else. Do I believe that Texas can keep Purdue into the mid-60s? No. I mean, their defense is good, but even if they do, do I trust Texas' offense to get to 70? And I think the answer there is no. So, uh, again, with a short number, I'm going to back the Boilermakers although I kind of feel like it's against my better discretion given how much Purdue has kind of burned me this year um, when I've laid the points with this team, but it's short enough where I can trust them, or at least I feel like I can trust them to beat a Texas team that offensively is really bad and is awful on the glass. So, again, I'll back Boilermakers here. Minus three is the number I got it at uh, last night. Finally, the game here uh, that is also, I think, interesting and very, very tough to handicap uh, is number nine TCU against number one Arizona uh, much similar to what we saw yesterday from Gonzaga in Memphis. I can see that game, this game taking on a very similar script. Look, there's nothing about TCU statistically that should make you believe that they can hang with this Arizona team. And Arizona offensively has every single major advantage metrically. Number three scoring offense at 85 points per game. Number one assists per game team in the nation. Number three team in shooting. Number two in field goals made per game. I mean, everything that Arizona does offensively absolutely leaves TCU in the dust. Um, this is a TCU team offensively. Number 321 in field goals. Number 314 in three-point percentage. Number 223 in effective field goal percentage. Like, offensively, there's nothing about TCU that stands out. They do have the number one, number 31 scoring defense in America, allowing just 64 points per game. So, again, a little bit of a contrasting styles here. But much similar to what Memphis had to do against Gonzaga, if you're going to play TCU here, I think the first half is the way to play this thing and take TCU in the first half plus the points. Their only shot to stay in this game is to keep it close in the first 20 minutes. If they can't do that, Arizona's going to run away offensively with it, and there's no turning back. I, I have a hard time seeing a game script where Arizona is up by seven or eight at the end of the first half. And then all of a sudden, TCU's offense mounts a comeback to get in this thing. Short of Arizona shooting shooting going completely cold, that's the only way this happens. Um, and if Arizona shooting is cold, it's probably going to be at the outset where there's more energy from the TCU defense um, than you'd see in the second half of this game when legs start to get a little bit tired. So, again, no play for me officially on this game, but I would people to back this up by taking TCU in the first half and hope that they can push this thing and keep it close. But Arizona should be able to pull away in the second half of this game. So that's all eight games on the schedule here. Coming up next, we do have nine games in the NBA today to get to. I'll have a couple of plays there for you, uh, and we'll look at the entire NBA schedule. That is coming up next here on Point Spread Sunday. I'm Mark Zitto. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Mark Zitto, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Thanks for watching and listening to VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Have you been looking, hoping, wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to experience nicotine satisfaction? Just look for three of the letters Z. Why in? Zinn Nicotine Pouches are satisfying, smoke-free, and spit-free tobacco alternative. They are available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head over to zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Welcome back in to Point Spread Sunday. I'm Mark Zinno here on VCND Sports Betting Network. Follow me on Twitter at Mark Zinno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Second half of round two of the NCAA tournament later on today. Coming up for the end of the show, I'll give you all my official plays for uh, the NCAA tournament, but we do have some NBA action to get to today. Nine games on the slate after a kind of a short NBA slate on Saturday, uh, highlighted by the Minnesota Timberwolves dusting the Milwaukee Bucks yesterday uh, in rather dominating fashion in a game that went over the total, but Minnesota covers the number that three and a half at home. And so uh, you're setting up here down the stretch. We've got about 10 to 12 games left, depending on, on where teams are. Uh, and and looking at what teams need. A couple of interesting games today on the schedule. Um, one of them really between two teams, I think that's they're fighting for their playoff lives uh, as both of these teams currently sit on the 10 line in their respective conferences as the Atlanta Hawks host the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, Atlanta has a five-game cushion over their closest contender to the 11 seed. New Orleans only has a two-and-a-half game lead uh, from falling out of that 10 line. But, you know, the big thing about today's game, Trey Young questionable. He has a quadricep injury, and certainly it's one you're going to have to wait to get to the window on to figure out uh, what to do with the Atlanta Hawks because if he doesn't play, um, it's going to be a very um, difficult handicap to figure out if the Hawks can do anything. You know, Atlanta's offense this year has struggled to get any sort of consistency um, due to injuries and everything else. John Collins for the Hawks is also out today. And so here is a spot where this, this Hawks offense is different without Collins. It, it, it will be non-existent without Trey young and Collins. Um, you know, again, if young doesn't play, it's impossible to back Atlanta. Um, but the Pelicans offense conversely been on fire since the all-star break. Uh, also since acquiring CJ McCollum, they're averaging over 120 points per game since the all-star break. And Atlanta has a lot of opponents to score 115 points per game over their last 10. Um, and Atlanta this year has been very good at home, um, despite the fact that they are 29-41 against the number on the season. Uh, they're 19-17 against the spread at State Farm Arena. They've also won seven straight home games straight up. So they're obviously more comfortable at home. Their offense is better there. Again, if Trey Young plays, I'll back the Hawks laying the three and a half or the four, depending on what you get it at. Uh, I wouldn't go much past that four number. 
He started getting into a territory that might be a little bit much. Um, but again, with Trey Young's injury status, you're going to have to wait to see if he's going to play before you get to the window on that game as well. Again, I, I think with the total in this game set at 232, this should go over provided Trey Young plays. Uh, the, these are two teams here defensively. Look, the Hawks are bad defensively when they're healthy. They're even worse defensively when they're not. Um, they're 21 and 15 to the over at State Farm Arena. So this is a team, again, that better at home, scores more at home. Um, this is a total here that I think is lower than what these two teams offensively can put out. But like I said, uh, I'll hammer the point home. You're going to have to wait till Trey Young uh, officially is listed as playing before you can uh, go to the window and make a bet. Uh, other game that I looked at today was Memphis and Houston. Uh, and I looked at this game because John Morant is out for this game. He's not going to play today. Going to rest with a, quote, knee injury where he is. He did play in his last game against the Atlanta Hawks, scored 29. Uh, he was questionable for the game. But Memphis, 31-14 and 14 straight up against the Western Conference and 29-16 against the number. Now, over their last 10 games, they're averaging 119 points per game and shooting 47% from the field. Here's the rub, again, with John Morant, and some people think this hurts his MVP case. Memphis is 13-2 and two straight up uh, without John Morant in the lineup this season, and they've scored 116 points per game without him in the lineup. Uh, that's like alarmingly good numbers uh, for a team without their best player. Now, Houston's defense has been awful, and it has been all year long. They're allowing a 122 points per game over their last 10. Um, and Houston actually is 11 and 12 against the spread when facing a double digit spread. As you see here, Grizzlies laying 10. Um, maybe see if you can shop around, find a nine and a half somewhere, uh, but probably 10 and a half may pop up. Still, given the fact that Houston has played so well without John in the lineup, uh, it's a large number. But for a small playoff, swallow it here, given how bad Houston's defense is. Uh, and even though they are 11 and 12 when they're facing, Facing double-digit spreads, not enough for me to, to, to want to back Houston and their bad defense in this spot. Again, another team, and you look at this game with a total um, at 232.5, I've been telling people well, it's impossible to bet it for me to bet a Rockets under. Like I just, It's either an over or a pass for me. I, there's no way I'm going to sink my teeth into a Rockets under. Um, they're 39-30-1 to the over this year, the Rockets are. And again, I think this total is a little bit depressed because John Morant is not in the game, but as I told you, they can score without him in the game. So I think you can take advantage of a little bit of a lower number here um, that you're going to get total-wise. Uh, again, Memphis has allowed opponents to score 112 points per game over their last 10. You mentioned the Rockets giving up 122. The Rockets have also gone 9-4 and four to the over against their division. Both these teams play in the same division here. So a small play for me on the over uh, in the 232 in this game as well. Uh, one more game of note today I think that's worth looking at. And that's Toronto and Philadelphia. Uh, the 76ers laying five at home to the Raptors. The Raptors have been an incredibly good road underdog spread team this year. Tough to bet against them in this spot. I'm curious to see now as you start to look at the, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, what they look like um, on a regular basis given James Harden. Now, we've started seeing a little bit more of regularity uh, between these two teams, between, you know, the, the Sixers offensively from when they first started. Remember, they got out of the gate with James Harden. They were scoring 125 points per game, you know, uh, and after they got beat up by Brooklyn, it's sort of been really a mixed bag offensively of results. They needed uh, overtime to go beat Orlando and only scored 116. They only scored 110 against Denver. Um, they scored a 118 against Cleveland. Give credit to Cleveland there. They are a very, very good defense. Dallas, a good defense as well. They scored 111. So what does it look like with James Harden uh, in the in this offense now? I think you're starting to see it level off a little bit, uh, and maybe you're starting to see them come back down to earth because they couldn't sustain the level at which, which they were playing. Also, check the injury report in this game. Uh, Joel Embiid listed as questionable with a back. Uh, issue for today's game. If he doesn't play, obviously, again, it's Toronto all the way. That doesn't mean that that I don't think James Harden can carry the team and carry the offense to a win, but it's just hard for me to lay points uh, with, with only James Harden in there. And, and maybe that's it's more comfortable for him because he's the only guy who can handle the ball and the only guy who needs the ball when it's all said and done uh, with Embiid out. But this offense, again, just much more complete with Embiid and Harden in the lineup. So check to see that Embiid plays uh, in the game. And if he does, you know, I, I think you can back uh, Philadelphia here on on a 
on, on a number that's sort of middle of the road here. I wouldn't call it exactly short, but, you know, again, Philadelphia fighting for positioning in the East. And when you look at the uh, the seating, you know, you start to break this whole thing down here in the East. And I think this is very worthwhile. You know, you have the Brooklyn Nets here currently at the eight seed um, and the Hawks who are at the 10 seed are just a game and a half behind them. Uh, the one or the two seed is going to end up getting the, the Brooklyn in the first round. And that is problematic for them. Um, if I am Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Boston, I, you know, I'm fighting for the three or the four seed, particularly the three seed. I mean, you're either going to get a fading Cleveland Cavaliers team um, or a Raptors team that has some significant holes in them uh, as far as the, the six seed. Um, and obviously, if you're on the four or five line, you just get the, you get the home court advantage if you're the four seed. But still, again, the three seed may have the easiest path to the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, and and how that works out. Because again, um, the two seed may have to deal with Brooklyn. They may be beat up in a series after that, and then they would end up even if they get past Brooklyn, they would end up facing the three seed in the Eastern Conference because the NBA doesn't reseed once the bracket is set. And of course, then the one seed, you know, gets the winner of the four five, uh, which won't be any easy slouch because again, if it's Boston or it's Philadelphia in that four five spot or even Milwaukee, you know, again, it's a, uh, it's going to be an incredibly tough matchup. Uh, the East can be, be pretty this year. It's kind of surprising to say the least. Um, and then one other game just to look at today that I'm going to watch for future handicapping Spurs warriors, uh, no Steph Curry again for the rest of the regular season. What are they going to look like? Uh, the Warriors and how are they going to play offensively? What will the numbers start to? How quick will the market correction come on Golden State um, without Steph Curry in the lineup? Uh, see if you can take advantage there. But I'm curious to watch this game tonight at 8:30 between Spurs and Warriors to see how Golden State looks um, without Steph Curry in the lineup. All right, coming up next, we'll get back to. The NCAA tournament, Ian McMillan, going to join us as we look at all the games on the slate in the second round and what will the Sweet 16 look like. That's coming up next here on Point Spread Sunday on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Spread Sunday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, streaming daily best bet emails and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get your analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, JVT, and Tim Murray. They have insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch from the favorites and the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today to get the betting guide plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament, April 5th, for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash madness. Welcome back into Point Spread Sunday. I'm Mark Zinno, and joining us now as we look through the eight games on the schedule today and the rest of the NCAA tournament from BetSided, he's the senior editor there. It's Ian McMillan joining us here on Point Spread Sunday. Ian, good morning, and thank you for being here. Good morning. Glad to be on. All right. Uh, games for today. Um, before we get to them, just a quick recap of yesterday. Any major surprises for you? And uh, are, are you going to back St. Peter's in the Sweet 16? <laughs> I don't think I'll be backing St. Peter's in the, in, in the Sweet 16. As, as much as it's fun to kind of watch this Cinderella run, I think, what, third ever 15th seed to make it to the Sweet 16? Uh, I'm kind of mad at them because I had Kentucky in my final. So uh, they kind of ruined my yeah. bracket pretty quick there uh, on Thursday. Uh, but you know what? I was actually kind of surprised by Tennessee. I, th I thought Tennessee had a really good chance to make a deep run in this tournament, uh, going up against a Michigan team that really underperformed all season. But, uh, hey, Michigan uh, is getting hot at the right time, and, and Vols are now heading home. Yeah, uh, I also was on Tennessee yesterday. Had them. My, I had a Kentucky-Tennessee final, so it tells you what I know uh, in, in the one bracket that I filled out. So uh, burn that thing and, and never look up again. All right, a couple of games today I wanted to focus on. I think one of the tougher games to handicap, Houston and Illinois, the first game on the schedule. You get the higher seed at Illini, catching four and a half points here. I get all the reasons to back the Illini, especially like them a lot as a dog here. But Houston is such a complete team, and metrics and stats tell me that they are superior to Illinois in a lot of ways but you know again it's it's Kofi Coburn uh and how does the Houston front line match up against him 
I haven't placed a bet on this game yet, but it, I keep trying to find reasons to bet on Illinois, and I feel like that's the right side. Yeah, you mentioned that there the statistics. I'm a big stats guy in, in this this game. The statistics lean towards Houston for sure. I feel like Houston gets underrated heading into this tournament almost every single year, and then at least a couple times the past couple years, uh, they've made a run, in the, and I think they could make a run again this year. Uh, a big thing I'm looking at in this game is uh, Houston's perimeter defense because Illinois – Shoots the ball from beyond the arc at a pretty high rate, 70th and three-point shot rate. Houston, 11th and opponent, three-point field goal percentage. Uh, and just overall, one of the best defensive teams in the entire country. Fourth amongst all teams in defensive efficiency. Uh, third amongst teams that uh, that are left in the tournament with San Diego State getting eliminated in the first round. So uh, I'm laying the points with Houston. Uh, I've underrated them in tournaments past. I'm not going to do that again this year. Uh, flip over to a game between Miami and Auburn here, 10th seeded Hurricanes against uh, number two Auburn uh, in that bracket and in that uh, region rather. And Auburn is a team that I've been screaming about for the past couple of weeks that I've wanted to fade right beyond the first round of the NCAA tournament. They've struggled on the road. People have told me about Wilson basketballs versus Nike basketballs. I don't care what the basketball is. Either it goes in the hoop or it doesn't. Uh, and it hasn't been doing that with enough regularity for Auburn as of late. Miami is a great shooting team. Um, and Auburn, you know, is a, a lot of shots, a lot of possessions, kind of fast-paced kind of team, a little bit of different styles here. But I feel like Miami getting the points here is the right side. I'm actually on Auburn for this one, and I think it comes down to strengths versus weaknesses. I agree with you. I'm not high on Auburn because of their they don't really have a great guard play, uh, but their strength is their interior, obviously, with Jabari Smith, and that fits up well with Miami's weakness. And I was actually uh, on USC uh, in that first-round matchup against Miami, and it's just because of that uh, interior defense of Miami. Uh, they are one of the worst teams uh, in opponent two-point field goal percentage, 322nd in the entire country in that. So you can really attack this team down low. So even though Auburn struggled with their guard play this year, they might not need it in this game. If they just feed Jabari Smith the ball, he's going to be able to eat up this Miami interior defense. So uh, I'm laying the points with Auburn, but uh, it does make me a little nervous because of the fact you said just how good my, uh, Miami is of a shooting team. They can kind of keep it close with anyone. But I'm looking at the style of play, and I think it does favor Auburn in this matchup. Uh, a game that I think today will play out similar to what we saw last night between Memphis and Gonzaga is similarly a 9-1 matchup between TCU and Arizona. I, I not, don't have a bet on this game, but the way I kind of see it unfold, the only way to bet TCU here is to take them in the first half because if Arizona gets out to an 8- or 9-point lead, uh, TCU doesn't have the offense to keep up like metrically right. statistically. There's nothing impressive about TCU's offense. So defense is good, but I, I don't see if, short of Arizona going completely cold shooting, you know, a seven or eight minute stretch where they don't get a single bucket. Uh, there's no way TCU can make up that kind of ground uh, in this game offensively because they're just not competent enough. So if they're going to do it, my, the way I look at this game is bet TCU in the first half and then get the heck out of Dodge. Yeah, this might actually be my favorite bet on the entire board today. I think Arizona is going to run away with this one. Not only are they more talented, more skilled, but it's as similar as the Auburn-Miami matchup where stylistically this just fits uh, the Arizona game plan because especially defensively, TCU mostly keeps their shots down low, for a 49th and two-point shot rate, but Arizona is second in the country in opponent two-point field goal percentage. Their interior defense is world-class and also not only is tcu's offense not good as you mentioned about 223rd and effective field goal percentage they keep turning the ball over 337th one of the worst teams in the entire country and turning the ball over you can't uh, do that against a team like arizona who i think is the best team in the country you might be able to get away with that uh against seton hall and turning the ball over a little bit uh you're not going to get away with that against the wildcats today Good guard play, good defense, take care of the basketball. Simple stuff in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Tom Izzo, Coach K, facing off here for a right to get to the Sweet 16. Uh, the real question for me, and I can't, I just can't back Duke because of how their defense has played as of late. I know the Cal State Fulton game in round one aside, they've given up 83 points per game over their last 10. And you're talking about offenses that really aren't all that special pushing them. Syracuse offense isn't great. Uh, you know, again, they get pushed to the limit. We know what UNC did to them. Uh, you go through the, the Virginia Tech did to them. Not a great offense. Clearly, again, they got bounced in the first round of the tournament. So um, where do you sit on Duke and, and Michigan State? Yeah, I'm with you in this one. I can't trust Duke. Uh, I can't lay six and a half points with Duke in this one. I mean, 
Uh, Coach Izzo, Coach K, a legendary matchup. It's likely going to be a close one. I, I, I don't know if there's many teams uh, left in this tournament that Duke's going to really be able to blow out. Uh, a big thing that I'm looking at in this one, and it kind of it was uh, the final straw for me to back Michigan State here, is that the Spartans' biggest weakness is turning the ball over, uh, but Duke can't force turnovers. And that's actually quietly one of the biggest weaknesses of Duke. 305th in the country in opponent turnovers so not only has their defense not played well just you know uh they're allowing teams to shoot well recently they're not forcing any turnovers which can be a big difference maker in these tournament games so uh i think it's a mini close one is can duke win certainly am i interested in laying six and a half points uh with them absolutely not so i'm gonna, I'm gonna take michigan state in the points uh, and then you get a, a first four team, once again, an 11 seed to make their way out of the first round and into the Sweet 16. Notre Dame is the team this year that has the only chance to do it as they take on Texas Tech. Uh, I, I don't know that Notre Dame can win this game, but I think that they are sort of the perfect team to go up against Texas Tech's defense. Extremely efficient, very smart. They take care of the basketball. They don't waste possessions. They take a lot of good shots. You know, they're efficient and they're effective field goal percentage. One of the better ones in the country. Uh, this is a, a matchup here where I think the Irish keep it close. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, Notre Dame, very efficient. 47th in free throw shooting, 31st in turnovers. And those are the two areas that Texas Tech struggles in. Uh, and it's hard for me. It's hard for me to back a team in the NCAA tournament when you don't hit free throws and you turn the ball over and they're 238th in free throw percentage and 292nd in turnover. So everyone's talking about their defense and rightfully so a very good defense. But uh, once you get uh, in the tournament against, you know, the, these, these power conference teams and, and these good teams, it's going to be hard to beat them when you're not hitting free throws late in the game and you're turning the ball over. And Notre Dame's also a sneaky, good shooting team as well. 24th, an effective field goal percentage. So uh, kind of similar to the Duke-Michigan State game. Can Texas Tech win this game? Will they win this game? Likely, but eight points, not a chance. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the points of the Fighting Irish. Ian, you saw some bad shooting yesterday, round two of the tournament, some totals go under. You know, is it, is it a fair handicap to look at this and go, you know, you have this second game, it's only a day off, you got some tired legs, a lot of travel, a lot of energy, emotional energy expended in round one just to get through that first round. Do you see a lot of unders coming in today? Can you walk away from that and just look at the numbers and say high-scoring teams like Arizona are going to push the total, total over? Yeah, you could look at it that way. You could also see maybe there's a little bit more of a regression to the mean after the low scoring games, you know, uh, that we saw yesterday. So I, I think with these totals, my strategy is not to look too deeply into kind of a trend that happened the day before. I think you really have to kind of look at it game by game basis and trust the season long numbers uh, that you're looking at. Ian McMillan is senior editor at Bet Sided and the Bacon Bets podcast. Thanks for the time this morning. Appreciate it. Good luck with your picks today. Thank you very much, guys. Good luck. All right. We come back. My official slate of games for today in the NCAA tournament. Don't go anywhere. We'll wrap things up next here on Point Spread Sunday. Give me a follow on Twitter at Marzino. Thanks for watching and listening to Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. KFC chicken sandwiches served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich today. Welcome back in. Final segment here of Point Spread Sunday. Round two of the NCAA tournament tipping off here in just a few hours as we get set for setting up the end of round two into the Sweet 16. Uh, My plays for today coming up here in just a moment as we look across the schedule here today, uh, games getting underway right at noon Eastern. So first game tipping off between Houston and Illinois. Um, You know, again, my plays for today, very simple, very straightforward. I, I think we put together some good handicaps, and uh, we're going to back here the first play in the early game of Villanova laying five points against Ohio State. You're looking at an Ohio State team uh, that lives and dies by the three. They went just one for 15 from three-point range in their first-round matchup against Loyola Chicago, who was just awful from the field. Uh, I don't even know if o- Ohio State – you know, should have gotten out of that round. But, you know, this is an Ohio State team that shoots 36% from three, but that's one of the strengths of Villanova. They defend the three really well. Um, they are number 36 in America in field goal percentage defense. Nova themselves, a good three-point shooting team. Uh, they shot 51% from three versus Delaware, and they take care of the basketball. 15th in America in turnovers per game, just giving up 10 turnovers per game. Uh, and this is a Nova team that is number one in America in free throw shooting at 82 and a half percent. I'm getting a number here that I can back. I got it at five. As you see, five and a half there. I would jump in early on the Wildcats. Uh, they're a superior coach team. They won't make a lot of mistakes in this spot. Um, I would also look towards the under here uh, just simply because, again, total that that Villanova had against Delaware was 132 and a half, somewhere in that range. This total sits at 132. The part I didn't see coming was Villanova getting to 80. And again, part of that is because they shot 51% from three. Um, But their defense is going to shut down Ohio State. This is Ohio State team again. That scored 54 points against Loyola Chicago, uh, who also has a very good defense. Offensively, I just don't know if they have sort of the horses in the barn um, to be able to get to the mid to high 60s. Um, And and I I trust that if Villanova can keep them into the low 60s, 62, 63 range, that they can be around 70 enough to cover this thing. So I'm going to back the Wildcats here today. Uh, Second game, second play, a little bit of an interesting and different handicap. Iowa State and Wisconsin, the line total in the game, minus four and a half and a total of 126. I'm going to take the first half under here. You're talking about two of the best defensive teams in America. Iowa State, number 20 in scoring defense, and Wisconsin, number 79 in scoring defense. Both of these teams averaging under 60, allowing under 66 points per game. Iowa State's bad on the boards, and both of these teams are bad from three. Wisconsin, another team that takes care of the basketball. In fact, best in America at fewest turnovers per game at just 8.4. I expect the pace of this game to be extremely sluggish at the outset. If both of these teams come out and start shooting the lights out and run this thing up into the mid-30s in the first half, nothing I can do about that, honestly. The numbers tell me that both of these teams who – didn't get to 30 in their first round game in the first half. Um, Iowa State only got to 28, and Wisconsin only got to 24 in their first round game against Colgate. So, you know, this is a spot I'm going to back that. I think both these teams will be stronger defensively. They will try to push things more defensively uh, than offensively. And from that standpoint, you know, I'm looking at a, a, uh, 
a game here where I can think the first half of this game is going to go under the total and stay under the total. So I'm going to take first half under 60, under 59, depending on what you get it at here. Uh, shop around quickly and see what you can find. But first half under between Wisconsin and Iowa State. Uh, next game, Notre Dame and Texas Tech, the 11th ranked fighting Irish uh, against number three, Texas Tech. Texas Tech laying eight points here in this spot, as we just talked about with Ian. I'm back in the Irish. I think Texas Tech still wins the game, but I like the Irish getting eight points. I think they're the perfect team to go up against Texas Tech. They are super efficient on offense. They don't waste a lot of possessions. They're very smart with the basketball. Um, they, they're one of the better shooting teams in America. They're number 10 in America from three-point land at 38%. I know Texas Tech's defense is very good, and I'm not taking anything away from them. They have an advantage on the glass, um, but this is a team that has a problem taking care of the basketball. Um, they are 285th in America in turnovers per game. They get over 14 of them. Notre Dame has to play a near-mistake-free game, but I think they're exactly the team to do it against Texas Tech. They have a better offensive efficiency and better effective field goal percentage than the Red Raiders do, and this is a spot where Notre Dame will do everything they can to keep this thing close. Uh, this is also a Notre Dame offense that's been super good as of late, averaging 84 points per game over their last 10 games. Uh, I think that that offensive sort of prowess continues. While they might not get to 84, uh, if they can get to the, the, the mid to low 70s in this game, uh, I feel confident that I'm not going to look at a Texas Tech offense that's going to push 80. So uh, the, the pace of this game should slow it down enough. Notre Dame can handle that, and they'll make enough shots here to keep this thing close. So I'm back in the Irish today. Uh, I, I can't go off my trend of fading Auburn as I've done as of late, so I'm going to back the Hurricanes today, uh, getting 7.5 points. Miami is a superior shooting team. They average 48% from the field in their last 10 games, uh, and they are shooting 47% from the field on the season. This is an Auburn team that, while shooting 44% on the year over their last 10, has only shot 39% from the field. Um, and even though Auburn's field goal, uh, field goal percentage defense on the perimeter is very good, um, they are 38th in America. 30, they allow 38% shooting from the field, uh, number three in America. Miami is good enough to work their way through that. Auburn is a fast-paced, lots of possessions, lots of shots kind of team. Um, they foul a lot. They're a little bit sloppy and a little bit undisciplined. Uh, Miami here should be able to make enough shots to keep this thing closed. Auburn may still win the game. I just This is too many points for me to back Auburn against another competent team, given what I've seen from the Tigers uh, in the second half of this season and even in the NCAA, uh, in the SEC tournament, rather. Uh, again, Miami's not the, the defensive stalwart that a team like Tennessee is, but still, uh, this is an Auburn team that I have a hard time trusting, um, especially one that lost to Texas A&M in their conference tournament. So, you know, again, I, I am going to back the hurricanes here just getting a bunch of points uh that's too that that is too many for me to believe that auburn can cover again miami also good with the basketball seven fewest in turnovers in america and then my final play uh of the day today between texas and purdue and i look at this more as a play on the number necessarily than it is the team these are contrasting style teams texas is great on offense uh, on defense, rather, Purdue is great on offense. Texas, the fifth-ranked scoring defense. Purdue, the seventh-ranked scoring offense. Uh, you're looking at a Texas team that's bad in rebounding. Purdue has a huge advantage on the glass. Zach Eady and Jaden uh, Ivey, two of the big players for the Boilermakers. You know, and, and this is a Purdue team that gives up the third-fewest rebounds per game. They're going to have plenty of second-chance opportunities. Uh, they're the number five shooting team in America at over 49%. And I handicapped this game much similar to the way I did the Big Ten final when Purdue took on Iowa, and Purdue was only laying one point. It's not often you get to see the Boilermakers with this offense that averages that many points per game get such a short number. Uh, and so I'm taking advantage of the fact that this Purdue team is getting a short number. Now, I was wrong in the Big Ten championship game against Iowa as Iowa wins that game because I said Purdue is never going to be favored by one point again. Uh, th th there's not many teams offensively that would allow them to be favored by that small of a number. And Texas is nowhere near the offense that Iowa is. You can at least give credit to Iowa as a competent offense that can score. That is not Texas. Their offense cannot get to 75 on the regular, and I don't think they'll do that here. Um, even if Texas's offense keeps Purdue into a situation where um, they are in the low 70s, can Texas get there the same way? 
I don't know offensively, and I can't trust them because I just don't think that they are solid enough offensively to be able to do so. So, again, this is more about the number for me being so short than it is necessarily about Purdue being leaps and bounds better because I do respect Texas's defense and how good they are. Uh, and and what they have had to do to get to this tournament here. So again, I feel like it's a little bit of, against my my better judgment, but I'm going to back the Boilermakers and lay the three points. So you see the uh, the slate of games there. Um, just a couple of other quick plays. I may add Illinois today taking the points. Uh, I just have a hard time betting against Houston met- metrically because. Uh, they are statistically superior to a lot of teams, but it's Kofi Coburn and him in the middle there to me is always a, a viable option. Michigan State and Duke, no play. I, I, I'll watch Duke's defense. They've been bad as of late and uh, not sure I really can trust them. TCU and Arizona, again, could play out very similar to the way Memphis and Gonzaga did last night. I think if you're going to take TCU, do it in the first half because I don't see Arizona leading by seven or eight in the first half, and then all of a sudden TCU rallying to come back. Their offense isn't built for that. So, uh, nonetheless, we're going to get a great day of eight more basketball games, and we'll have a Sweet 16 set. Of course, I'll be back next weekend uh, looking at the Sweet 16 across the board having all the games with you as well. Make sure you keep it right here on VSIN. Up next, Lombardi Line with Mike Lombardi, Patrick Maher. Uh, keep it to VSIN all day long throughout the NCAA tournament for all of your betting information and betting guide. Best of luck with all your picks and wagers today. We'll be back next weekend. Thanks for watching and listening to Point Spread Sunday. I'm Mark Zinno here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Have a great Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.